Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning to the kings and queens. My name is Makisha Watson. I am part of the CEO of Know Your Worth Ministries. I am truly excited on this morning um, coming back to you live in the Anchor podcast. I'm truly excited of what God has in store to say to his people on today. I just want to drop a word of encouragement to all of you on this morning. And I want to go to this one particular passage of scripture, Genesis chapter 29, verse 35. And I will be reading it in the New Living Translation. It says, once again, Leah became pregnant and she gave birth to another son and she named him Judah for she said, now I will praise the Lord. And then she stopped having children. The topic that I want to share with you on this morning is I don't want to be a Leah no more. I don't want to be a Leah no more. Leah was the oldest daughter of Laban and the oldest sister of Rachel. Jacob was tricked into marrying Leah first instead of who he really wanted, which was Rachel. See, Leah was not pleased, was not pleased to look upon while Rachel was a sight to see. So if we look at it in 2018 today, you can see that Leah as for example, Leah was not attractive, you know, to the society. She probably was dark skinned and she had coarse hair or she had that short natural hair. She didn't have in weave. She didn't have no long hair. She probably was, you know, a, a little obese or she probably was not the Coca-Cola bottle shape of a model. But then when you look at Leah, you know, you, you probably think in your mind that she's light skinned. She got long hair. And because the world tells us that being light skinned and having long hair is better than someone being dark skinned or someone with, with short hair. And so when I that's just my example of what I see, you know, when I'm reading the scripture of Leah, you know, doing the, 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 the presentation of what I think of who Leah was and who Rachel was. You know, when I think of Leah and Rachel, I also think of the color purple, the movie with, you know, Leah remind me of Celie, while Rachel remind me of Nettie. So in this, in the whole passage, Leah was caught up in this love triangle. You know, Rachel loved Jacob and Leah loved Jacob. Jacob loved Rachel, but Jacob didn't love Leah at all. You know, when I look at both of them with Rachel, you know, Rachel was loved. She was appreciated. She was cared. She was protected, but was not fruitful to bring forth children. And then when you look at Leah, Leah was unloved, unwanted, unprotected, was not cared for, but she was fruitful to bring forth children. See, Jacob didn't love Leah, but Leah had the only thing that Jacob wanted and that he could not have with Rachel, and that is children. He never loved Leah, he just used her for children. You know, how many of us are in friendships 
marriages, ministries, careers, jobs that does not love or care for us at all. They just we're just they're just in it to use us and to and for their convenience and to use us till the time is up. So here it is with Leah. Leah was hurt. She was disowned by her own father. She was played by her own husband, Jacob. She was bitter, angry, rejected, heartbroken, lost, confused, betrayed. See, when Leah was unloved, God opened her womb. When Leah was unloved, God opened her womb. See, Leah allowed the Lord to step in and use her womb and to give birth to children in her healing process. You know, when we don't wait on God, just like how Leah waited on the Lord to open up and bless her, a lot of times as women, we end up opening and we begin to open up in negative ways. We open up in ways of, you know, having sex. We open up in ways of gluttony. We open up in ways with drugs and drinking. Instead of taking the time to wait on God to open us up and to heal us the way we need to be healed. I remember in my first marriage, I was dealing with a lot of depression, a lot of depression. And in my depression, I was drinking a lot of Pepsi and eating a whole lot of peanut M&Ms. I was trying to fill a void that only God could fill. And I was trying to fill this void and I was filling it with food. I was filling it with junk food and, and I couldn't get it filled because what happened was I was using food as a cover up when in reality, I really needed the Lord. I really needed to be healed. I had to go to him for healing. And so many times, I don't know what you're using as a cover-up. I don't know what you're using to fill the void. But I want to let you know that whatever you're using, if it's if it's a needle of heroin or if it's if it's drugs or whatever it is, if you whatever it is, I just want you to know that the only person, the only person that can fill that void is Jesus. No boyfriend can do it. No girlfriend can do it. No mama can do it. No daddy can do it. Nobody can fill that void. But Jesus Christ. When I look at the word unloved, so many of us are unloved on today. We unloved by our mother. We unloved by our father. We unloved by our siblings. We're unloved by people. And it feels as though that you're by yourself. It feels as though that you are on an island by yourself. I can imagine how Leah was feeling. Leah, Leah felt like she was on an island all by herself. And nobody was there but just her in the sand. It was just her. When I look at the word unloved, I think of all these words, unwanted, useless, unvalued, rejected, unwelcomed, uninvited, neglected, an outcast, undesirable, unacceptable, um, lonely, abandoned, unpopular, unneeded. You know, when I think of unloved, those are the words that come out at me. And I can imagine every single of these words that I have mentioned is exactly how Leah was feeling. And I believe that every, all the words that I was uh, just said just now, many of you are feeling that way. Many of you are feeling this way, but the Lord, he said in his word, he said, Lord, I'll be with you always, even until the end of the world. He is with you, no matter how you're feeling, no matter what you are going through, he feels it. He knows. And I want to let you know these words. He care. You know, when Leah gave birth to Reuben, 
Reuben in the Reuben means the Lord noticed my misery and now my husband will love me. How many of you want to be noticed? How many of you have felt have put in a situation where you stayed in that broken marriage? You stayed in that broken relationship. You stayed in that broken friendship. You stayed in that broken job. You stayed in that broken ministry because you wanted to be noticed. I, I you know, my husband didn't notice when I cut my hair, or my husband didn't notice when I wore my new dress. My husband didn't notice the way I carried myself, or you know, I I I, I went I worked on this job and I worked hard and I worked. Worked hard, and I went and I went and stretched them beyond, and I for my to, to get this promotion. But the boss didn't notice me. You know, I'm working in ministry, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I, I'm, I'm caring for the homeless, and I'm doing ministry, and I'm, I'm there. I'm the first to be at the church, and the last to leave at the church. But yet, I'm still haven't been ordained. I'm still not. I still I don't understand what's going on. But see, a lot of times we want people to notice us. And it is God who is God who that we need to be pleasing the most. It is God who we need, who we who we supposed to be pleasing. And when we get to the knowledge and understand that it's not about people, and we get out of ourselves and realize we're doing this what God is calling us to do. We're doing it for the Lord. It makes a difference. You know, it, the, the beautiful thing is is that He already noticed us. That's the beautiful thing that we have to come to the knowledge. And the beautiful thing that we need to understand is that he does acknowledge us. He does notice us. But we can get to that what we need to know our worth and notice our value. He noticed us, but it's up to us to understand our worth. It's up to us to understand till we notice ourselves and understand the worth of ourselves. When she also gave birth to the second child, Simeon, it said the Lord heard that I was unloved and has given me a son. You know, I wonder if I speak up, will I be heard? You know, if I speak up to my husband or speak up to my wife and say, you know, I'm hurting in this marriage, will I be heard? You know, if I speak up and tell my friend, you know, I'm hurting or this bothers me, you know, will I be heard? You know, if I speak up and tell them, you know, the, the reasons why I, I, I deserve this promotion or deserve this elevation, will I be heard? You know, and we, we, we get to this point where if I speak up, if I do these things, will I be heard? You know, many of us, we have been praying to be heard, but the Lord says, I hear you. And the first time. I heard you the first time. He said that to Daniel when Daniel went into prayer before he got into the battle with all the demons. He said, listen, he said, he told Daniel, he said, listen, the first time you opened your mouth, the first time that you opened your mouth and prayed, he said, listen, I heard you. I heard you the first time. You know, you opened up your mouth. I heard you the first time when you cried onto me. I heard you the first time when you shed your tears. I heard you the first time you opened up your mouth. God is saying, listen, I heard you the first time. I heard you the first time when you let me know that you were being troubled in your marriage. I heard you the first time when you are having trouble at your job. I heard you the first time when you're having trouble in college. I heard you the first time when you're going through. I heard you the first time that your baby daddy giving you trouble. I heard you the first time your baby mama giving you trouble. I heard you the first time. He said, listen, I heard you. 
These are the words. He says, I heard you. I heard you. Just like how Leah was saying, listen, Lord, I gave birth to Simeon. I know you, I know you have heard me. God is letting you know, like, listen, I heard you. Just like when God told Daniel the first day he prayed, I heard you. God is letting you know, stop worrying about it. Stop crying. Stop complaining. Stop worrying about it. Don't rack your mind. Don't be pulling your hair out. God said these words. I heard you. I heard you. I heard you in your hurt. I heard you when you were broken. I heard you when your heart got crushed. I heard you in your frustration. I heard you. Then she went on and gave birth to Levi. And it says, surely this time, my husband will feel affection for me since I gave three sons to him. Now, at this point, she didn't even mention the Lord at this point. The first two, she mentioned the Lord. This time, she didn't even mention the Lord. She mentioned her husband. She felt like since she called on the Lord, that this time, maybe I need to just do this on my own. But that, but that's the time where you need to be careful when you think that you need to do this on your own and thinking that God didn't notice, nor did he heard you the first time. You know, this time my husband will treat me like a queen and notice me. Or this time my boss, you know, on the job will see me and give me that promotion. This time my friends will see since I have supported them and they will support me. This time my pastor or my leader will see the call and the anointing on my life. And now he will elevate me and help me push to my excellence. You know, there just comes a point in time in our lives that we all end up acting like Leah. Instead of those times when we are calling God and be like, you know what, God, listen, I know you heard me. I know you noticed me. I'm just going to wait till my change come. I am your daughter. I am your son. But a lot of times we allow our flesh to get in the way and we'll end up doing things in the flesh that we are not supposed to be doing. And God is like, listen, you can't get in the way. You got to get out of the way. A lot of times we can't get what, what, is, what is for us because we stand in the way. It, <laughs> the beautiful thing about it, if Moses stood in the way when Pharaoh was coming and his army was coming, do you think that the sea would have opened up? Absolutely not. Moses would have not, the sea would have not opened up Moses and them people would have not crossed over that sea if Moses was in his own way. A lot of times we stand in our own way for, to, for God to open up the miracle, for God to open up the blessing that God has for us. We have to come to the knowledge and understanding that we can't be in our way. And sometimes, you know, we're human. We, our flesh, our flesh, we get angry, we get upset, but we have to come to the knowledge and understanding that what, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever, th anything, that anything that we have to think on these things, we have to think of the things of the Father. We have to come to the knowledge and understanding of who He is and why He is and who He is all about. If He did it before, He can do it again. Praise God. There comes a point in time in our lives that 
we all end up acting like Leah. We all end up at Leah at some point, wanting to be noticed, wanting to be seen, wanting to be loved, wanting to be heard, you know, in, 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 in the light. And so we come a point that we want, we are Leah. You know, a lot of times there are situations, there are things that's in our lives that's happening, turning upside down, and we end up sometimes acting like Leah. Many of us are like Leah, you know, giving, giving up your all. And to be seen in your, and to, to be seen that in your marriage to a man who doesn't profess his love for you, or you, you know, you, 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 you give your all to a job that's never going to give you the promotion or you give up your all to a ministry that you have poured out and yet you're still being overlooked and yet you're still being like, you know what? I'm not being noticed. I'm not being seen. But on this morning, I want to say this to you. You don't have to stay in that broken place. It comes to a point in our lives that we have to no longer play or to be victim. Leah came to a point in her life that, listen, I'm, I may be going through this situation. I may be facing this situation right now. I may be going through this problem right now, but I'm not going to play victim. I'm not going to play victim. And in Leah, the last stage of feeling victim, something arised in her. It's like a light bulb had flicked on. A boldness came upon her while carrying this last baby. The woman in her that she thought was dead came alive while carrying the last baby. Love arised and she became alive. Joy arised and she was alive. Peace arised and she became alive. Happiness arised and she became alive. Hope arised and she became alive. Smiles arised and she became alive. See, when Leah gave birth to Judah, Judah means praise. When she gave birth to Judah, she said, now I will praise the Lord. Now I will worship the Lord. Now I will shout to the Lord. Now I will give my all, a living sacrifice to the Lord. Now she realized that she's not going to lose focus on her future. When you come to the knowledge and understanding that you are not going to let anything or anyone let you lose focus on your future, you will begin to praise God in the situation that you are in. You may not be able to change the marriage. You may not be able to change the situation on the job. You may not be able to change the situation at school. You may not even change the situation that's happening in your home. You may not even change the situation that's happening in your ministry, but you know what? You can rejoice. You know what? You can still praise him because you come to the realization that you refuse to lose focus. You refuse to lose the focus of your future. You know that your future is bright and you refuse to lose focus. And the only way to stay focused is to praise the Lord, is to take that word and declare the word of the Lord. 
You got to tell yourself, I refuse to be a Leah. I'm not going to be down anymore. I'm not going to be depressed anymore. I'm not going to want to commit try to commit commit suicide anymore. I'm not going to walk around in, 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 in a pity party. I'm not going to walk around like I drunk lemon juice. I'm not going to walk around playing victim and make people feel sorry for me. No, I don't want to be a Leah no more. I don't want to be bitter no more. I don't want to be angry no more. I don't want to be unforgiving no more. I don't want to be depressed no more. I don't want to be oppressed no more. I don't want to be hurting no more. I don't want to be disappointed no more. I don't want to have suicidal thoughts no more. I don't want to feel betrayed no more. I don't want to feel broken no more. I'm not going to give birth to any of those things no more. And anything I'm going to give birth in, I'm going to give birth praise. I'm going to bring, I'm going to birth forth worship. I'm going to birth forth freedom. I'm going to birth forth liberty. Praise God. Freedom and liberty is here on this morning. Defeat and bondage is gone. No more will I be walking around with a dark cloud over me. But sunshine will always follow me. Father, I come before you and I just want to say thank you Lord for your grace and I thank you for your love and I thank you for your tender mercies Father Lord God many of us have been in situations or even now Lord God that we feel like we are Leah we're in a Leah experience where we're feeling unloved we're in a Leah experience where we're not feeling appreciated we're in a Leah experience where we're not being cared for we're in a Leah experience where we feel like we're outcast we feel like we're in a Leah experience where we're not a appreciated. We're not loved. We're not, we will have, but father, I come before you right now, heavenly father, because you let us know that we don't have to sit in that no more. We don't have to sit in that pit no more. We don't have to sit in the pit of sorrow. We don't have to sit in the pit of depression. We don't have to sit in the pit of oppression. We don't have to sit in, 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 in that, in that pit no more. You said in your word that you, that we could take off the garment Hallelujah, Jesus, of depression. We can take off the garment of sadness. We can take off the garment that is not of you and put on the garment of praise and put on the garment of righteousness and put on the garment of freedom and put on the garment of liberty and put on the garment of victory. So Father, I come before you right now, Heavenly Father, that you were, that you will touch each and every person that's listening to this podcast. And I ask you, Lord God, Jesus, that whatever Leah, whatever situation that they're in, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that they will see a better way out of the situation, Lord God, that even though they are in what they're in, Lord God, that they will see something greater, that they will, there's a lesson to be taught in this, oh God, and that they won't sit in depression, they won't sit in no pity party, but they will come to the, to the knowledge, they will come to the maturity and understand, Heavenly Father, that I'm going to praise you in my situation, I'm going to worship you in my situation, I'm going to smile through the situation because I know that what I'm going through is not going to last always it's not going to be here forever this too shall pass this too shall pass so father I thank you right now that you touch every woman and everybody that's listened to this podcast I ask you to touch their mind heavenly father that they will be made clean 
that they will be made whole, that, that you will come and you will wrap your loving arms around them and let them know that you are there, to let them know that you are covering them, to let them know that you care, let them know that you are here, that even though it may feel like that you're not there, let them know, give them a sign, give them a miracle, give them something, let them know that listen, you are, I am here and I see what's going on. So Father, I thank you right now that peace Joy, happiness, love, freedom, liberty. I'm speaking it over their life. I'm speaking it as they're hearing. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Father, I declare it and I repeat it over their life. And I thank you in advance, Lord God, that they were made a decision that they will no longer be a Leah. But they will come, they will stay in the the situation, they will praise you through it all. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for hearing us. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this podcast. And I pray, Lord God, Jesus, that this will touch someone, Lord God, that that they will be delivered and that they will be set free, oh God. That no matter where they are in the situation, no matter where they are, that they will understand that you are still here. You never left. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Each and every one of us, praise God, you know, have been in a Leah experience. You know, one way or another, we all been into a Leah experience. We felt, you know, not loved. We felt like an outcast. You know, we felt like we that, that we were no good. We were useless, you know, neglected, uninvited, unwanted. We felt abandoned. You know, we were lonely. We felt like we were unaccepted. We felt rejected, you know. But I come to let you know on today that all of that... It all, it, all of it does work for your good. Praise God. You know, it, it, it may not feel good right now what you're experiencing and what Leah has felt. It didn't felt good at the moment, but it was, but it was strategically orchestrated for where she was going. Everything that you're going through right now is strategically orchestrated to where you are going. And so, I just wanted to share that with you that even though Leah was still in the issue. She still praised God around the issue. She did not concentrate on the issue anymore. She didn't put her focus on the issue anymore. She didn't go around talking about the issue anymore with friends and family over the phone. She didn't cry about it no more. She didn't sop about it no more. Instead, she praised God around the issue. She glorified God around the issue. So I just want to share this with you you on today. I don't want to be Aaliyah no more because I am praising God around my issue. I pray that this word was encouraging. I pray that this word was full of understanding. I love you all and I thank you for listening to this beautiful, wonderful podcast and I will be back later on um, earlier this week or probably this weekend to share whatever God has had on my heart to give to you all in the next time. So next time I will be back on. I love you, my kings and queens. God bless you. Amen.